0: Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. Yeah, yeah. From the Anajar yeah. and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN <laughs> 106.3. I don't need the best piece, piece, Oh, we are out and about, out and about this weekend. Hot football action. I don't need the no. Bud Light, great venues. Come check us out. Come hang. All right, playing your playbook this football season. The Bud Light football face-off. Use your skills to compete for your chance to win the ultimate Bud Light prize package, which includes Bud Light swag and Dolphins tickets. Join ESPN West Palm and Bud Light this Sunday. St. Lucie Drafthouse, Port St. Lucie from noon to 2. For your chance to win, must be 21 or over. For official rules, visit Contest.com, Brought to you by Southern Eagle, who reminds you to drink responsibly. ESPN West Palm Bud Light. And we're hanging out at St. Lucie House, noon to two on Sunday. Go check it out. Enjoy football. Enjoy beer. Enjoy prizes. And enjoy St. Lucie this Sunday. Uh, what do we want to go here? What do we want to do here? Hey, can we hear Kyle Brant? On Good Morning Football, this was back on Monday. All the way back on Monday, Kyle Brandt, former real-world celebrity uh, reality star turned football analyst on Good Morning Football on the NFL Network, Kyle Well-known well Bills fan. Well-known Bills fan. Kyle Brandt went off on a... And I get it. He was in the um, the Bills afterglow after the blowout win over the Dolphins on Sunday. But Kyle Brandt, this, this rant where he just sort of made things up as he went along uh, and, and uh, worked himself up. This was truly a bizarre moment in football television. Here's Kyle Brandt. Here's what I like about this game, I enjoy personally in life when we are told that something is the next big thing and it just blows up and crumbles in front of you. Remember that, those idiots who were telling us we're going to wear the Google Glass as we're walking around? Remember that? Remember uh, you know, ESPN the phone? <laughs> I remember uh, Kyle Pitts? Uh, you know, all these things, they're, they're going to change the world! <laughs>
1: remember that? No, they ain't.
0: No, you're not revolutionizing the sport. I'm not surprised the Bills have 48 points. The number here is operative is the 20 in Miami and without Jordan Poor and with Trey White getting hurt. Uh, you're not the next biggest thing. You're going you're gonna to be great. I like Miami. They're, they'll be in the thing. 20 points, an absolute blowout. You weren't even competitive in the second half. So don't tell us you're the best thing since sliced bread. You're the future of the sport. You got a nice offense. You did a no-look pass. I get it. I've seen high school kids do that. It's really cool. You have motion. Wow. Everybody has motion. Don't tell me you're changing the sport. You're a good team. You got smash. Next time, don't wear the emoji t-shirts. <laughs> I mean. Smash. I, I mean, first of all. Smash. Mention the emoji t-shirts. Uh, that is. That. He's translating that a completely different way than it's intended. Should the Dolphins have worn the emoji shirts where they've got their, their it's sort of the thinking emoji, Them, hmm, like it was the, it was in reference to the, uh, why not us? Or how come we're not favorites in this game? Like that's, that was the reason for the emoji shirts and it backfired, whatever. But I, I have not heard one person in the Dolphins organization proclaim that they're revolutionizing the sport, that they're revolutionizing football. That's not coming from the Dolphins. Hey, remember Google glasses? <laughs> right, he got himself so worked up. ESP on the phone. Like, right, dude, relax. And here's another thing about this Kyle Brant rant as well. Like, right, it's your it's the people you work with at the NFL network that are making these proclamations about Mike McDaniel in this offense revolutionizing the sport. Former players. Former coaches. It's not Mike McDaniel. It's not Chris Greer. It's not Tua. It's not Tyreek Hill. It's not Christian Wilkins. It's the people you work with, dude. And another thing, you should be praying that the Dolphins continue to put up unbelievable offensive yards. Because when the Dolphins are on television, the ratings go up. The Dolphins right now, amongst... Affiliates, Fox and CBS across the country, the most sought after team. People want to see them. People want to see Tua. People want to see the aerial attack. Higher ratings equal more sponsor dollars, equals more money in the paycheck for NFL employee Kyle Brandt. That was just a really, really weird rant where he got himself all lathered up about something that nobody on the Dolphins actually said. And it would have been more than 20 that the Dolphins scored if they weren't sitting there playing from behind and having to make really uh, difficult, late-down situ- uh, decisions because the defense couldn't get a stop. I mean, it's just really, 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 really weird that your takeaway is that the Bills shut down the Dolphins' offense when they were going score for score. The game changed when Vic Fangio's sleepy defensive crew couldn't get a single stop at any point during the game. Kyle, Breathe. Stop making stuff up in your head. All right, listen. You're a fan
1: of bits. You are an executioner of bits. This from Kyle Brandt was unlike... Google glasses! ...was unlike the Jalen Rose, Stephen A, New York Knicks stuff, the Mike Greenberg, Jess stuff. I thought this This was, was genuine? This was more genuine than that? I thought this was well done. And I don't think at any point he mentioned that the Dolphins said they were revolutionizing anything. He is going after... The conglomerates and the people who do speak about the Finns and the Orlovskis breaking it down
0: saying, hey, this is revolutionary. I mean, it is, though. And that's the thing, though, too. Nobody else is doing this, has done this, so much so that the Dolphins are being copycatted around the league now. So Kyle Brank can sit there and declare that the Dolphins were saying what they're doing is revolutionary all he wants, They weren't saying that, but his his peers were. And what they have yeah. been doing is revolutionary. We haven't really seen any of the motion concepts at this rate. That the Dolphins have been putting on tape. So, Kyle, I celebrate that the Bills won the game. Yeah. They were the better team. They're the best team in the AFC East. But you're putting words in the Dolphins' mouth, and you're wrong. Like, this stuff is revolutionary, and the speed on this team is revolutionary. Yeah. It hasn't been done before. I, I, I don't disagree with any of that, and I think if you're a
1: Bills fan, if you support the Bills, I, now Kyle doesn't work for the Bills, but, I mean, he's on record as a Buffalo Bills fan. This is almost a free pass to say what you want, celebrate however you want. Okay. I mean, they took the boys to the woodshed, dropped just, a 50-piece on their head. You
0: can't just on the 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 league-sponsored network just <laughs> make stuff up that the Dolphins were saying. He's just making stuff up. He's making stuff up to get a rant off. I I will say, I
1: I understand the Dolphins weren't gloating about how they've looked, although I think Tyreek Hill has done that, right? He's been pretty outspoken. I would gloat, too, if I put up 70 in a game. For sure. And then you go drop 50 on on, on those same guys. So I love this from Kyle Brandt. I love this from all Bills fans. You get to get us back. I guess what we could say is keep that same energy, right? We'll see when uh, this thing really matters and, and all of that, but... They slack the fence. They beat they did. them up. I'm pretty not denying bad. that.
0: I'm not denying that. But I'm just saying there's better ways to go about it and and rub it into Dolphins fans' faces than making up something the Dolphins were putting out into the public sphere. Yeah. No. I, I agree. if he came out and said, oh, and I don't think I said this. Well, maybe I did. That what the Dolphins are doing is revolutionary. Maybe somewhere in there. But if he was like, oh, Ken Lefevre called a revolutionary. Um, like that's different. But saying the Dolph- Mike McDaniel has not once said, oh, what we're doing. Uh, Revolutionary. uh, We're changing the sport of football. He didn't say that. No. Nobody in a Dolphins uniform has said that. Like, just don't make stuff up.
1: This is the divisiveness
0: that we're talking about, though. Right? If it wasn't
1: going to be... They ended up losing this game and it was Tua's fault, right? We'd all be hearing about Tua. Brand would be going after Tua. Yeah. Like, just the divisiveness. The guys that they have on this team, what they're doing... What they've done to people so far, all of this makes sense. I love Kyle Brand here, not any Bills fans, you definitely have a week to do whatever the hell you want right now.
0: Uh, and he mentioned Google Glasses, and um, what was the other thing? Can I? Uh, we can were, we we were, were going to be the greatest thing ever. ESPN the phone. What is that? Uh, it was it was a a a phone where scores would pop up and it would give you the latest updates. It really was. It was out before apps became a thing, before the smartphone really took off and caught hold. ESPN the phone was. A sports phone. I gotta say, I yeah. love that. Yeah. So it, it was it was a good idea, but then unfortunately, smartphones were right down the pike. Yes.
1: Yeah, and they Steve completely jobs, took it Steve over. Steve Jobs. Everything.
0: Uh, he jobs them. and so uh, that that's what that was. Now he missed a golden opportunity to mention uh, Coca-Cola Classic, back in the back in the eighties. Uh, back in the eighties, uh, Coca-Cola just like changed its um, it was it was getting uh a lot of competition from Pepsi. And so they, Coca-Cola just completely changed its taste. like Yeah, out of nowhere. I mean, we got to put cocaine and, in and, here, and guys. And Coca-Cola, that is not what they did. Coca-Cola fans were like, this, this tastes terrible. What happened? And Coke had to admit, like, yeah, we changed our flavor. Um, and the pushback was enormous. Like, Coke started losing money hand and fist. And then they finally switched it back to their old flavor. And people came... Back And Pepsi was then defeated because people were left logging for the original Coca-Cola, so they labeled it as Coca-Cola Classic. Like, hey, this is the stuff you grew up with, wow. the stuff you love, and it saved the day, but it all started because Coca-Cola panicked because Pepsi was starting to win a little bit more of the market share. So we missed an opportunity to bring that up. Kyle, I can do this too. Uh-huh. I can do this too, and how could you forget Crystal Pepsi? How could you forget Crystal Pepsi? Back when I was a kid in the 90s, Pepsi decided to take the brown syrup Out of it, it went crystal, looked like Sprite, tasted like Pepsi. (laughs) Good concept. Good concept, never latched on, because people don't want to be drinking what they think is a lemon-lime soda treat. And then they're like, wait a minute, is that Pepsi? They had Van Halen's right now in their commercials, and it really grabs you, but you know what? The experience, the drinking experience of Crystal Pepsi, not good. It was not the next great thing. It came crashing down, as Kyle Brandt mentioned. So, Kyle, again, I can play this game, too. In order to do the job that you I do. I can do this game,
1: too. In, in fear of sounding, uh, hmm, how do I put this? A uh, fanboy is not the way I want to go here. A fan of Ken Levica, maybe not going to go that route. But in order to do the job that you do to uh, come up with that one on the fly. To the, the history of Coca Cola yep. and Pepsi. That's right. Mad respect. You're a brilliant mind. That's right. The soda wars. I mean, we just were like looking at each other while mm-hmm. you just came up with that. It's not like you were clickety clacking. Nope. There's no producer in our ear. Nope. Not I'd at be all. the producer in your ear. This is right off the old dome. It's just right off the dome. I mean, you beat Kyle Brandt
0: at his own game yep. on the fly. Kyle, let's keep going. What what are more things that were like that <laughs> yeah. thing and then just completely fell apart. How about it? How about, I do love the How about pal- Sega Dreamcast? We can go that route, too. <laughs> yeah, Sega Dreamcast, next great thing. And then, oh, no, here comes PlayStation. Sega <laughs> Dreamcast. Where are you at, Kyle Brandt? Woo! Where are you at, Kyle Brandt? I, I, I will say, the cow. Pitts Dub, I mean
1: that's it was a good line. And you tried to make fun of the line. No, laughter. it was a good line. It I was good. You were a little jealous, I could
0: tell. I was, it was a good line. Well done. Uh, you know what uh, is is certainly something that's the next big next big thing, and it's sticking. Is Prize Picks, the best daily fantasy Prize Picks. Let me just go ahead and do something for you right now. If you download Prize Picks, not on the ESPN phone, but on your smartphone, what you call an app. There's a Prize Picks app. You download it, you open it up, and you use the promo code KLV. KLV, and it doubles your deposit up to $100. That's three digits, $100, where you can play the best daily fantasy out there. It's perfect for people like me that have self-diagnosed adult ADHD, where they can't sit down, pay attention to an entire fantasy season. Guys get hurt, uh, guys go on IR, and I just don't know. And I just don't switch my lineup. And that's how I lose. I lose money. I lose pride. I lose friends. It's a disaster. That's why I stick to daily fantasy. Prize picks. Promo code KLV. Double your deposit up to $100. Want to play a little Major League Baseball playoff more or less than today? Do it. Do it. Prize picks right there. A little Bears Commanders tomorrow night. Bears Commanders tomorrow. That's the only thing. Prize Picks—that's going to make that game palatable. <laughs> Trust me when I tell you that. Okay, you need a little something in the game, all right? And so Prize Picks is going to provide that. I might be—I uh, might do a little first quarter action, and then double it up with a pick for 20 for two hundred, twenty to win two hundred with a little game, more or less than uh, with Prize Picks. That's right. Use the promo code KLV KLV. That's Prize Picks. Prize Picks. Use the promo code KLV and double your deposit up to $100 with prize picks. Real quick before we go to break, um, Tyler Hero, because I've seen a lot of uh, discourse about Tyler Hero, uh, heat guard, maligned heat guard, spent an entire offseason of, is he going to be traded? Is he going to be traded? He's the sacrificial lamb for Damian Lillard to come to the Heat. That didn't materialize. Now here he is still in a Heat uniform coming off of injury. Missed the entire, for the exception of a few minutes before he broke his hand, game one against the Bucs, that entire magical playoff run. We talked to him at Heat Media Day on Monday, uh, and, and it is clear that he is on edge, just a bit, not like maniacal, but on edge about discussions about his his value and the constant discourse about what he was worth in a trade and what the company line from the Portland Trailblazers was when it came to Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero is the centerpiece of a deal that was not good enough for a 34-year-old big-money locked-in contract guard one dimensional player in Damian Lillard. It was not enough. And it embarrassed Tyler Hero. I think the Trailblazers embarrassed Tyler Hero no by doubt. diminishing him at every single turn and using media mouthpieces to do so. It was a very unfortunate and, and, and rough situation for Tyler Hero. So, Tyler Hero, we talked to him Monday and he he definitely, he definitely made news with what he told us right here on Levica Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. What is Tyler Hero's value?
1: Uh, I mean, I'm not going to say too much. I know my value. Um, I'm, I'm just excited to hoop uh, for the teams that didn't want me. That's on you. And the
0: teams that do want me, you'll see why you want me. You, you think about the fact that, I mean, those, those Trailblazers still have to play the Miami Heat on the basketball court this year a couple times, and, and for you, knowing not just what the fans were saying, but potentially, if reports are right, what the front office out there thought of you, mm-hmm. I mean, I know you're not out here circling dates on the calendar of the NBA <laughs> schedule, it's 82 of them, but how excited are you for that matchup?
1: Yeah, uh, it's cool. Um, I'm ready to just play the best. Portland ain't the best, so I'm not really worried about Portland.
0: I'm just ready to play the best. Portland ain't the best. I'm not worried about Portland. That quote right there, to us from Tyler Hero, it's now around 2.6 million impressions on social media. Yeah, it was the talk of media day in general, like around the. Other than Jimmy's hair, it was Tyler's conversation with us. That was the biggest news to come out of it.
1: I mean, I'm not even talking about Miami Heat media day. I think that was something all NBA media. Yeah, all NBA media day. That was something that everybody. Thought was going to come up, didn't know how that heat culture media prepped guys were going to come and answer it, if they were just going to brush it off to the side. But we questioned him, we put him up against the wall, and, and, and he let it
0: out. He ain't worried about Portland. A lot of, the, uh, a lot of the, uh, the discussion, the reaction to that quote, I ain't worried about Portland, Portland's not the best. A lot of the reaction coming out of Portland is... Your uh, own team. He big mad. Why don't you talk about your own team not wanting you? Why don't you talk about your own team not wanting you? They were trying to trade you. They don't want you. That's your own team. It has nothing to do with Portland rent-free, all that nonsense. No, if anything, in this offseason, the Heat, they were the team that was showing most how much they value Tyler Hero to make him the centerpiece of a deal for Damian freaking Lillard. The Heat were the ones who were saying this man is valuable, This man brings a lot to the table. This man is young and is only improving. This is why he is the centerpiece of a deal to bring Damian Lillard to the Heat. So that reaction is completely misplaced from Portland media and Trailblazers fans because the Heat, they conveyed to the world what they felt Tyler Hero's value was. And that's high, high value. It's Joe Cronin, that petty infant, who jumped through hoops to convey through any media mouthpiece that would listen that Tyler Hero was a bum. So Tyler Hero has every right to be edgy, to be upset, and to have a chip on his shoulder when it comes to the Portland Trailblazers. And if there is a basketball god... He will take it out on them in a massive way Woo! this season. Oh, why, why don't you focus on your own team? No, 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 no. It doesn't work like that. Why would Tyler Hero not be offended by Joe Cronin badmouthing the dude who's a, a sixth man of the year in the NBA? Why would he not, not be on edge over that horrific propaganda campaign that Portland put out against Tyler Hero. It was just as pathetic as Joe Cronin and the way he handled that shambolic charade of a, quote, negotiation with the Heat. Tyler Hero, I hope he balls. I'm unloading The account on that game. I cannot wait for that dude to absolutely ball. Uh, When we come back, is Travis Kelsey getting cold feet? Is Travis Kelsey getting cold feet? I have reason to believe that Travis Kelsey has gotten him into something, himself into something, that he doesn't know how to get out of. He's Stone the banner I'm Ken Lavica. This is Lavica Theo and Stone on ESPN 1063. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica Theo and Stone on ESPN 1063. Hey, that's true. Just for posterity purposes, can I hear Booger one more time uh, drop in a a hard drug reference to uh, kids all over the world from Sunday's Toy Story broadcast just for a a good old giggle one more time. Booger McFarlane, well, he kind of broke through the fourth wall and uh, he he exposed kids indirectly to uh, ayahuasca for the very first time in their lives.
1: Football is already a difficult sport. Wow, it's even getting more difficult with aliens and saucers flying around, Drew.
0: I wonder if Aaron Rodgers is seeing these UFOs. Ah, Wouldn't be the first time. Oh. He's still in the ayahuasca. Booger. Booger. You think he got a slap on the wrist? Bad Booger. Uh, I mean, they probably weren't happy. I probably weren't happy with a ayahuasca reference on a Toy Story broadcast. But you know what? I enjoyed it. Right, exactly. I mean, it's hilarious. But that's not exactly the core audience. Now, did you that hear, would appreciate did that. Did you hear it in real time? Honestly. I did not, no. Neither no. did I. Uh, my daughters had already checked out by that point. <laughs> okay, I had, uh, it was on the practicing dance moves in the uh, living room. Are five and seven year olds in 2023
1: as hip on Toy Story? Yes, very much so. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. there's three movies, dude. There, I think there's more than three. Really? There's definitely. Well, there's, more
0: there's than like three. the um, there's the Buzz Lightyear only movie, which is good. Um, there's more than three Toy Stories though. Really? Look it up real quick. Stand by. Um. While Stone is looking up how many Toy Story movies uh, have been made. Hard-hitting journalism. Uh Uh-huh, that's right. Uh, Befitting of a hardcore sports talk radio show. Uh, Let me give you the in-season football report presented by Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Patriots fans, have no fear. You've reacquired J.C. Jackson to help in the secondary. The offense is the problem, but at least you have J.C. Jackson back. Acquired from the Chargers, he has been woeful so far this season but the patriots acquire him today in advance of the trade deadline that is your baptist health orthopedic care in season football report baptist health orthopedic care is a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love don't put off seeing a doctor visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho today for more information baptist health orthopedic care combines its resources of experienced physicians leading edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle Join replacement spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho. For more information today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealthnet slash ortho. Stone, do we have an answer on uh, Toy Story movies? Toy Story 1, 1995. Mm-hmm.
1: Toy Story 2, 99. Toy Story 3, 2010. And Toy Story 4, 2019, 2010. And 24 is when Toy Story 5. There's
0: a fifth one coming? It's on the way, baby. They're turning Toy Story into the Fast and the Furious. That's right. There's going to be 47 movies. Mm -hmm. Number five on the way. Do we need five Toy Stories? 100% we do. It's never missed. I mean, Toy Story does rule. It's it's one of the purely great children's franchises, movie franchises of all time. I agree. I don't think anybody out there disagrees. With we all know that. that Ghostbusters is the greatest movie franchise mm, of all time, God. but Toy Story's close. How can he not love Ghostbusters?
1: I'll put Fast and Furious above Ghostbusters. Oh my God. I'm
0: insulted. <laughs> <laughs> would you put the Fast and the Furious franchise up against Ghostbusters 1 and 2? I am appalled that Stone would declare that. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. 760 3776 Would you have the goal to put the Fast and the Furious movie franchise up against both Ghostbusters movies, 888 760 3776. That is horrifying. I, and I may never forgive you for that. I think Dominic. You we were having a great conversation up until that point. Uh, we were. I think Dominic
1: Toretto has a stronger family than Bill Murray and his crew do in Ghostbusters. Okay.
0: Did, they, uh, did they save New York uh, from yeah. the stamp off marshmallow? they, saved no, they the did. The not. city of Brazil, they I saved the, the world. I don't know. Uh, I asked on social media, by the way, uh, Kyle Brandt. He said that the, uh, the Dolphins' offense was revolutionary. Pumped up as the next great thing, and then it fell apart. It blew up. So I asked on social media at KLV1063, what's something that was labeled the next great thing but fell completely flat? Jake says, Damian Lillard in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Seth, Kyle Wright. Go Canes. Uh, Drew says, NFTs. Yeah, NFTs is a good one. NFTs really fell apart. Uh, David, Chip Kelly. And then, see, this is why sometimes I bring things up that resonate. Steve chimes in with New Coke. That was the offending Coke. New Coke, why they had to go back to Coca-Cola Classic. New Coke. I'm telling you, the Soda Wars were a thing. Oh, yeah. And I told you during the break. The Food That Built
1: America, great show, by the way. Check it out wherever you stream any of your TV shows. They did a co Are you on their payroll? Yeah, I am. They did a Soda Wars. That'd be a great endorsement, actually. Mm -hmm. The Food That Built America, I mean, it's right up my alley. They did the Soda Wars. I mean, that episode had me
0: locked in. Uh, TC says the Segway was the most hyped thing ever before the public saw it. It'll change how we build cities. Yeah, not so much. (laughs) Don't
1: disrespect Segways. I think without Paul Blart, they're definitely extinct.
0: Um, in 2000 and 2014 or 2015, FAU opened the season against Miami in Boca. So the Canes came to Boca. Charlie Partridge was the head coach. Uh, we had the um, broadcast rights at that time for FAU football. So we did our pregame show from outside the stadium. It was an extended pregame show, big deal, uh, sellout crowd. The Canes were coming to play FAU. It was sort of the culmination of the the history of the program, right? So Howard Schnellenberger was then in his uh, – he was just a, about a year removed from his, his final game as head coach. He was now an ambassador for Florida Atlantic, and he was doing the Howard Schnellenberger man of the people thing. He was going to the student tailgate. He was shaking hands. He was taking pictures, all that stuff. So one of the, the, the FAU sponsors had a bunch of segues. And so at this pregame show we're doing, Howard comes over and he's like, hey, uh, Ken, uh, want to interview me? Yeah, sure. So we, we interview Coach Nellenberger. And then he looks over, he sees the segues, like, what the hell is that? So uh, the guy who runs the Segway company comes over to Howard and is like, you want to try and ride it? And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, no. I mean, this man is in his 70s. (laughs) I mean, this is a man who's had multiple hip surgeries at this point. Howard's like, well, hell yeah, I do. So I believe there's video of it somewhere. Howard Schnellenberger outside of FAU Stadium before the Canes played FAU, riding around on a Segway, Multiple times near catastrophe, tipping over, falling over. But Howard Schnellenberger in his 70s on a Segway. I'm not lying. That story happened. It was a real thing I saw. Brian McLovin Rowitz will vouch for it. Howard Schnellenberger on a Segway. That's legendary
1: stuff right there from old Howie. You got to respect him. <sighs> Boy.
0: Uh, you know what I do like is those scooters, those motorized scooters that uh, you have in like cities. Uh, oh, like birds. the green the green thing or they call it it's like green something. Indianapolis has a bunch of them. There's just scooters laying everywhere and yeah. you pick it up and you go and you, you sign up on a, on an app. Like, those are good. Scan the barcode. Yeah, there's yeah. plenty of different names, plenty of different companies out there. Birds. Yeah, yeah, right, right. right. You know what I'm saying. All but Segways never got into Segways. Too tippy. Never got into Segways. Yeah. I did
1: write down and the NFTs one stuck with me. That's a really good one. I was watching Shark Tank actually last night while eating dinner. Who thought NFTs were going to be anything? That's also a great question. I mean, what are we doing here? Listen, there was somebody on Shark Tank. Now, the episode I believe was from maybe a year or two ago, right during the NFT boom, as we maybe are able to call it the boom. And Mister Wonderful, Mister Wonderful, coughed up like nine point eight million to this lady on an NFT. No, but by company. all means,
0: by all means, uh, put your future in the hands of Mister Wonderful, <laughs> a guy who bought into <laughs> NFTs. Yeah, by he- all means, go to ABC and put your 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 entire financial future. Your business acumen, your baby that you've birthed, your business baby, put it in the hands of NFT man himself, Mr. Wonderful.
1: Yeah, and I know you're a big Paul Brothers guy, Jake Paul, one of the guys who spent like $1.2 million on an NFT. I think the thing's worth like $16,000. Right hey guys, now.
0: I have a bored ape. <laughs> yeah. Idiots. <laughs> well done. I'm just stupid fools. Good call. Right. Um, real quick. Uh, I want to play Travis Kelsey. This is how I know that he is overwhelmed by this Taylor Swift thing. He's having second thoughts. He was on Pat McAfee yesterday. Yesterday or today? As far as this one, this is from the New Heights podcast. With oh, this new heights. oh, this is New Heights. Oh, yeah. this is his New Heights podcast with his brother Jason. Okay. Um, I literally just repeated what Stone said. Here is Travis Kelsey and the red flag that he is in too deep with Taylor Swift. Is the NFL overdoing it? What is your honest opinion? Not I think, take away. I think everybody's just like overwhelmed with your feelings with. for Taylor. What is your <laughs> honest opinion on how the NFL is treating uh, celebrities at games? I think it's fun when they show uh, who all is at the game. You know, I think uh, I think it brings a little bit more to the atmosphere. It brings a little bit more to to what you're watching. Um, but at the same time, I think uh, they're overdoing it. They're they're overdoing it a little bit for sure especially my situation right I think they're they're just trying to have fun with it and um, a lot Here's of uh, a lot of the people watching go ahead let's hear it I just think the NFL is not used to celebrities coming to the games like basketball has to figure it out they're all courtside they're sitting there they show them once or twice and then and then they but they get back to the game the NFL is like oh look at all these a celebrities in the game keep showing them show them show them show them dude listen You show them once, let them know they're there. Maybe after a touchdown, you get a little clip, but you can't can't be overboard with it. People are there to watch the game, right?
1: Yeah, they're not there to get thrown on TV.
0: I'm telling you, him acknowledging, Travis Kelsey acknowledging, yeah, I think they're overdoing it, especially in my situation. That's what he said verbatim. This man has never been more popular, and he's a future Hall of Famer. This man has never, ever, ever had jersey sales like he does right now. And even despite all that, you can tell, He's hesitant about it because with all the focus on him and Taylor Swift and they've been hanging out, he's not playing well and it's starting to bother him. And here's my bold, uh-oh, my bold Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift prediction.
1: Are we about to break something on LeVeca, Theo and Stone?
0: Travis Kelsey will ask Taylor Swift this weekend not to show up to his game. Travis Kelsey <gasps> will tell Taylor Swift this weekend, hey, could you stay away? Because this is a little too much. That's my prediction. You sure you don't want a breaking news sound? That's my prediction. He is going to tell Taylor Swift, hey, why don't we scale back? He's (laughs) overwhelmed and he acknowledged it.
1: Are you saying, because I know the people are waiting out there, are you saying that Travis Kelsey is going to ask Taylor Swift to take a break from their relationship?
0: Uh, Hey, Taylor, maybe you should get in the studio Sunday. Give me some space. (laughs) That is happening this week. Uh-oh. It's my prediction. Are they going to break up, too? They might not break up. Okay, okay. I didn't know if you were willing to make that But he's going to ask her to stay away. Stay away? Stay out of the suite. Stay away from Donna. I don't want to see you. Uh, get away from my mom. Let me get back to my element. Because, baby, this is too much.
1: And the Jets locked me down. I didn't score a touchdown. That's Thanks right. a lot, babe. He
0: struggled back-to-back weeks. Mm-hmm. The, the attention's getting to him. Yeah. And this man should be thrilled. His jersey sales. I mean, they're flying off the shelves. Uh, he's the most popular athlete on the planet right now. Yet, oh, they're overdoing it. If you're happy, you're not saying that on your podcast. <laughs> he's going to tell Taylor Swift to stay away this weekend. No more Taylor in the suites. I promise you. I've never been more sure of anything. Stone Labanowitz, I'm Ken Levicka. This is Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. You got- from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Lavica Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Oh, it's October. That means only one thing. I think financial free shred days, inviting you to securely discard personal and financial documents and help those in need by donating non-perishable food items at each event. Enjoy refreshments, giveaways on select days this month at a branch near you. Each individual's is allowed up to 10 standard-sized banker's boxes of paper materials at a time for shredding certified document destruction shredding service offered to i think financial credit union members through MicroShed, a non-affiliated third-party service provider for i think financial credit union by participating in the free shredding service you agree to hold the credit union harmless from all liability october means free shred days go to i think i think The Marlins need a little oomph stone. They got shut down. The Bats were silenced last night in a 4 1 loss to the Phillies. It's do or die tonight, 8 o'clock. The Marlins and the Phillies, NL wildcard game number two at Citizens Bank Park. And so there's no better person to do it than Creed frontman Scott Stapp with the all time great Marlins anthem. Marlins will soar from 2010. Strikeouts, bass hits, double please Double please Take the field, hear the roar of the crowd This is objectively one of the worst songs ever made Here we go, get ready come on, come, on, my my hands hands come on, fish Come on, my Oh, the harmony ah. double, double please Marlins use this as inspiration. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Sing it away, Scott. Talk to you tomorrow. Go fish. Bye-bye.